Welcome to Bounce Back Like a Badass, your weekly dose of real and honest conversations about when life gets a little or a lot messy and how to find your way back more humbled, more empowered, more determined, and hopefully with some badass stories to share. Here's your host, Kat Coley. Hey guys, it's Kat. Welcome back to Bounce Back Like a Badass. This is episode two, my so-called life. Hey guys, it's Kat. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited for you guys to tune in today. Today I'm going to talk a bit candidly about my background and why Bounce Back Like a Badass is so important to me and what qualifies me to, uh, to talk about bouncing back like a badass, first of all. And hopefully you will in this series of episodes, kind of get a feeling of the reason why I started this podcast to begin with and why basically I, be, I became a life coach and why I've, I've gone down this, this journey. A lot of people are quite intrigued about the reasons why I started um, my life coaching business and because it's a complete 180 from where my life was at just five, 10 years ago. So to give you a little bit deeper background, um, I grew up in a very small town in northern Nevada and had what I would call a semi-normal childhood experience. Although one thing that I will say is that much later on in life, um, I did realize that from a very, very young age, and I think it was just maybe just a product of the environment that I grew up in, um, the people that were surrounding me, and just again, the circumstance that I that I lived in and lived through, I learned to suppress my feelings at a very young age. In addition to that, I also became um, a people pleaser. So I was always looking for validation and acknowledgement from other people outside of myself. So that rings to be very important to me. And I think, you know, a lot of things that happen in our childhood, whether we think of them as, as you know, a, a huge... Um, you know, moment or a huge um, experience later on comes back as something to be, you know, quite a, that, that's something that's made a huge impact in our lives and we don't even realize it. And, you know, I, I don't know exactly when that the tide turned and I, I felt the way that I did. I just knew that from a very young age that it was very important for me to kind of keep my feelings in and not, um, you know, make any waves and, and just to kind of be even keel. And, excuse me, surprisingly, um, when it served me to be kind of in that mode in my, much later in my life as in my career, because I was always told that, that no matter what um, stress or amount of issues or problems that my clients would then bring to me, um, when I was in the corporate world, that I would stay completely even keeled. I would not go up. I would not go down. I would not. Um, I would just kind of stay the course and get to the root of the problem. And so there's, the, you know, there's always two sides of that coin. So it it helped me um, in this these situations where I I I couldn't, you know be in the same place as my clients. Otherwise, they, they would lose all hope and faith in me to to get them through whatever they were going through and um, and still be able to, you know, com- kind of be completely level-headed and, you know, create a plan and, and do all of these things. But in my personal life, it did not serve me whatsoever. 
Um, it be, it led to being very insecure in my abilities and my worth and my value and led me to, again, to, and the people pleasing side is, was to always make sure that everyone else was happy before me and that, and in, in small cases and in grand cases as well. So, you know, there's little things like, oh, you know, what do you want for dinner tonight? Oh, whatever you want for dinner tonight. Although in my head, I'm like, oh, I want sushi. But they're like, oh, but I want Mexican food. Okay, we'll go with whatever you have uh, or you whatever you want. Those type of things. That small to major big things like getting married, um, buying a house, uh, choosing a career and a career path. All of those things I was always so concerned about what everyone else thought I should be doing and and not just that but what everyone um who were around me and, and surrounded me and and was you know kind of in within my circle what how they felt and what made them excited and happy so as this relates to you know growing up as far as people pleasing I ended up in this career that I honestly didn't love I liked it um, I had I enjoyed it to a certain degree, but then all these people kind of started to rally behind me and was pushing me into the next level, into the next level, to the next ladder, to the next ladder, to the next ladder, and I felt guilty for telling them that I wasn't that interested. And in my tenure at this, at, at where I, I spent most of my adult life in this corporate ladder, um, I moved up several levels at a very quick pace at a very young age. And I knew that I wasn't prepared for the next level. But you know, I went with it. And I also knew I didn't want the next level. But I went with it anyways, because again, I had all these people that were like, Oh, you know, cat, you've do this and do that. And this is what you need to do and that. And I was just like, Okay, you know, I wanted the validation, I wanted them to be happy, they were so excited for me. And I didn't want to disappoint anybody. So I went with it. Um, that being said that again, it, it also, you know, transferred on to my personal life. Um, I was in a relationship at a very young age engaged. I think I was 21 when I was engaged and we were engaged for like five or six years. Um, so it was a super long engagement because obviously neither one of us really knew what we, that we, that really, I think, wanted to be married. Um, but again, it was like the pressure of like our families. No one was pressuring us. No one was like, oh, you've got to get married. You've got to do this. No one was doing any of those things. It was like just, you know, the this pressure that we put on ourselves. And for me, we had purchased a house. You know, we slightly talked about having starting a family but not really um but it was just kind of all of those like we you know spent so much time together seven plus nine plus years all together in the end and you know to walk away was like a big deal so in any case um <laughs> that basically realizing that at a very young age those were the personalities and the characterization that I then took into my adulthood um, became quite evident as to the reason why I ended up where I did end up. Um, so, and, and also the reason why I never really knew myself. So because I was so keen and pleasing everybody, I just kind of added these layers upon layers upon layers of everybody's likes and dislikes and wants and needs for myself and took him on took them on as kind of my own um and 
if you've ever heard the term losing yourself in relationships, that was so me. So I would um, kind of take on kind of their likes and dislikes. And, and there's, there's in relationships and, and careers and things, and, and again, maybe more talking about relationships, you know, there's a time where, of course, you've got to put interest, you know, you've got to be interested in, in each other's interest. Um, but I took it more as like, oh, their interests are my interests. And it was subtle at first. And then I would realize like, I would go into these relationships. And then towards the very end, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I didn't, you know, was it because they liked it that I liked it? Or did I like it? And then they just emphasized that I liked it. So again, because I didn't have a foundation, and I didn't know myself. And I, I was always wanting to make everyone happy and 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 pleasing everyone, I didn't build that foundation for me. And that was, you know, again, goes back to my childhood and goes back to the lack of confidence that I had in myself to know that what I liked mattered. Um, and what I wanted mattered. And, you know, the things I valued mattered. And, and to me back then, it was just like what everyone else's likes and wants and values was what mattered to me. So and again, that led into my very early adulthood um, and into the decisions that I then made. So I was in my first major relationship, my first big relationship, I guess you could say. And it was in there for quite some, I was there, I was with him for quite some time, ended up getting married, um, not wanting to get married. I always tell this story um, that I realized I didn't want to get married the day of our wedding. and I hesitated and I knew then that that, that that was my gut feeling and I just chalked it up to nerves and um, I remember, uh, so I got married in Hawaii and we, and I, I, he and I have since, have since talked about this time because I think he felt the same exact way and so it's been years down the road and we, you know, we talk about, you know, when we realized that we, we you know, we shouldn't have gotten married. And for me, um, it was the day of our, ma- our of our wedding. And I was I remember standing around the corner, we rented a house in Hawaii. And I was standing around the corner about to walk down the aisle with my dad. And my dad kind of looks at me jokingly says, um, you know, you don't have to do this. And I just kind of gave him this look, I didn't say anything like, why would you say that? But I'm sure the look I gave him was like, are you kidding me? Like, why would you say that to me right now? Because obviously he wasn't expecting me to be like, oh, I don't have to or give him that look like kind of acknowledging what he just said. And he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was kidding. And I was like, oh, OK, you know, we're both kidding. And so, you know, of course, we walked down the aisle, blah, blah, blah. And it was then I, I, I remember it to this day, like it happened yesterday. It was then that I knew it was my gut, my gut telling me basically my gut, my heart, my mind telling me that this was not the right thing to do. It was not. But again, it was just everyone was there. I didn't want to disappoint anyone. Family were there. People had flown in. Um, it wasn't a very big wedding, but regardless, people had flown in to be there with us and celebrate with us. And it was there was absolutely no backing down, um, which is ridiculous to think about it now. Like, OK, to back down then was like impossible. But then a divorce was like possible. Um, but in any case, um, 
that obviously mentality didn't serve me in that relationship either. And it didn't serve me in my career, in my life. So after that relationship ended, I went right into a totally different relationship and where I felt like, okay, this is more me. I'm, this is going to be, um, this is going to be the new me. This is like cap 2.0. And again, I found myself very much people pleasing. We then, so, um, in my old relationship we he wasn't in the same business as I was so um in in the same industry as I was so our our work life never meshed he wasn't very comfortable in my world um so he would rarely kind of come around and actually the funny thing about that is um after we divorced a lot of people (laughs) afterwards and don't you find this to be like totally hilarious when like when people after you know you're you're done with a relationship or you're done with a career or something got they come back afterwards and be like oh you know what yeah I never that guy for you I was like oh my god why don't you tell me but again you know no one wants to hurt your feelings you're getting married you're you're you know doing all these things and no one wants to you know kind of burst your bubble if that's that you know that's how they see it and they don't want to be that person but so many people afterwards were like yeah we didn't really see what what that relationship was all about you know you guys you know you're in love love is blind kind of thing and I'm like oh my god all these people felt these things about it no one said one thing um but on top of that because he never came around a lot of people after we got divorced had actually never met him um at all so they didn't meet him before we were married they certainly obviously weren't you know didn't meet him after we were married so they just think that this whole like like he was made up they were like they called him my fake husband um my fake boyfriend at first and then my fake husband not nonetheless um i found i got into this next relationship with not a lot of time in between i will say and you know i basically was again trying to escape I don't know what I was escaping, but I was escaping it. So I felt like maybe I was escaping, the, you know, that life that I really didn't want um, with a husband that I didn't really want in a house I didn't want in a life I didn't want. And I jumped into this one and, you know, it seemed like this was it. Like this is the one I was looking for. This was going to be um, the most amazing relationship. And in the very beginning, of course, it was. It was, it was like, you know, just exactly what you would think you know a new relationship would be after having been in in, a not so great one and I thought okay this is me but I never took the time ever took the time in my adult life because again I was I was engaged at 21 and we were together a couple years before then so uh, so literally I've been one relationship into the next I never ever took the time to to understand myself to find myself to know myself like never and so this was a huge impact and so I just kind of brought all that shit and all that baggage from one relationship into the next and I will say this and a lot of the clients that I deal with when we talk about this it's like you know when you find yourself in you know the same relationship just a different person And that's what happens because you don't deal with any of the baggage that comes. So you just literally go from, you know, one person to the next, to the next, to the next, and you just bring it all with you. And of course, everything in the very beginning is like great and wonderful. And it's, you know, it's amazing. And, um, you know, life couldn't get better. This is the person. But you start unpacking, literally unpacking all that stuff. And it all turns out to be the same. So, um on top okay so in the very beginning our relationship was amazing um as as and 
we had a lot of fun. We are, because we were in the same industry, we had the same friends. We, we created kind of this group of friends that we then, um, we had, we spent a lot of time with in dinners at each other's homes. We had parties at each other's homes. We celebrated, um, you know, each other's birthdays. We went on vacations together. We, I mean, we did everything together. I mean, literally we were like the, this kind of this group of people that ate together at lunch, lunch every day at work. We worked for the same company. We were pretty much all in the same, um, uh, industry departments. And so we knew each other's worlds inside and out. It seemed like just kind of the perfect pairing on all levels and which was great and I think you know I don't know how long we could have maybe sustained that maybe we could have sustained it forever however uh, the universe had other plans for me because um, I was harboring kind of this huge secret not kind of it was a huge secret and which I won't go into today because it's it's very long and I I, I would love to talk about it in, in more detail and not just kind of an overview but it was a big enough secret um that when it came to light as things always do um my world fell apart literally world my world fell apart in one day and and the friends the colleagues the group of people they all kind of shattered and rightfully so some people left you know didn't want to be associated with me uh, and my partner. And I think that's a lot of the guilt that I continue to, to this day, actually, funny enough, um, I, I still carry with me is the guilt that, you know, the reason why some of those people who were our closest friends who became like family to us, um, walked away and never returned was because of me. And they ref- didn't, they refused to also be friends with my partner, um, because of me so I always I've always felt guilty about that like you know okay fine if 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 you don't like me or if you you know disagree with me or you know that's your prerogative and you can walk away but I always felt like oh gosh you know I've caused now this riff between them and my partner and he had nothing to do with it so anyway that's a guilt that I've carried with me for a long time and I think I still do um but the people the the people that I thought would stay um the most like the people that I thought he and I could count on um were actually the people that walked away completely like haven't spoken to them since that day um however nine ten years ago at this point and that I think for me was like the biggest eye-opening because I was always again looking for validation and um from some other from other people and I needed kind of how do I say that support but I needed that validation from them and I I don't exactly know why at the time I didn't know why um because I felt like out of everyone they would understand and they would be there to to kind of help me and help us kind of go through this and they went poof they were gone and they and again never heard from again and again that's their prerogative they've got that's their decision I'm certainly not blaming them that you know they they have their their own decisions uh, to make about the situation um and then there's of course there are people that have that continue to stay um unfortunately you know we didn't we didn't stay as close as we were and that's understandable and um but those two core people were the ones where I was like oh my gosh like wow I really did not realize that that would happen 
regardless of, you know, how, how bad the situation was. So in any case, um, uh, so because of this kind of falling apart and the house of cards literally just kind of falling down all around us, we moved. Um, and at the time it was because my husband, or not my husband, my partner, but future husband, um, ended up getting a job in Southern California and it was, um, my first inkling of kind of this whole world of manifestation, which we will get into much, much later in these episodes. Um, I'd wished for like something to happen. I I'd put it on a, um, a piece of paper on this vision board that my sister insisted I do because I was like in dire need of something. Um, and I wasn't, a, I'm not a very religious person. And I certainly back then wasn't a very spiritual person, but my sister was like, you need something, just do this. And she'd given me the book, The Secret. And I was like, oh, this is a bunch of bullshit. I can't do it. Um, and then I read it again. And then I, it took me a while to go through it. And then I was like, you know what I've got to lose. So I, I did this vision board. And I will tell you that I Again, this is my first inkling into the manifestation world. Um, I didn't believe it then, I, 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 but I a, a lot of the things that I actually put on that vision board came true. Um, in any case, so we moved to Southern California, started this new life, and um, you know didn't talk about any of the the history of us, and people just uh, you know assumed that we just moved from come from Southern California to I mean from from uh, Vegas to Southern California, and we were starting a new life. Blah blah blah. Great. So we are, you know, here and I started a new career and I'm quite excited about it because it's, it was something that I was really kind of passionate about and went wanting to do. And again, this was, the funny thing is it was on the vision board that I I created and I, and the fact that it actually showed up in my life here in Southern California, I was beyond amazed. Um, And for a while, never actually linked it back to that vision board, but nonetheless, I started a new career. But again, because everything done in the dark is seen in the light, um, my past followed me and we went through another gigantic turmoil. And again, I won't get into that today and I will get into that in a future episode. And that was the breaking point for me. And because of that situation and I finally realized that I couldn't fix myself by just finding a band-aid or finding a person to attach myself to or finding other people's opinions and validation of myself. Um, That began this journey for me of rediscovering who I was, what I liked, what I didn't like, what I believed in, what I didn't believe in. And this journey of self-reflection and self-realization, taking responsibility, stop playing the victim because I did that for a very long time and kind of just taking responsibility for my life. And so after a couple of more years, my relationship, because of the things that happened, the circumstances that happened, um, my relationship ended and I had to start from nothing. I had no job. Um, I had no money. I didn't have a place to live. Um, and I was now a single mom because in that time frame since we moved um, to Southern California, we got married and had an amazing girl um, who is literally the most amazing thing in the world. Um, and so I had 
to really dig deep and there were a lot of crying there's a lot of um you know again playing the victim there was just a lot of blame uh until finally i just had to take responsibility for where my life was at and how i got there and that takes oh, a lot of guts and perseverance and it takes a lot of really acknowledging and really being honest with myself and it was things that i wasn't prepared to talk about wasn't things i wasn't prepared to acknowledge things i was i'd already kind of brushed under the the rug and wanted to keep there but i had to take them back out dust them off and really get to the bottom of them and that was the creation of my coaching business which again I'll go into in in the future episodes a little bit more as to how I got there so the bounce back for me has been an incredible journey of finding my way through my own bullshit and taking responsibility for my own actions and taking responsibility for my own circumstances and acknowledging that I am not perfect but that I'm freaking quite amazing and I'm standing here today telling this story of mine um regardless or despite of the feedback and the judgment that people are going to have about me in my life as i tell you more a little bit more about my life in the next few episodes and the bounce back like a badass is just that is i have bounced back from two very broken devastating divorces and relationships from a very dark time in my life and again which I'll get into more in the next episode um bounce back from financial ruin bounce back from absolute despair and just to bounce back from a life that I was at the top of the world on and it disappeared and crumbled underneath me because there was no foundation of course. So that is why I'm so passionate about being able to find the steps that work for you, acknowledging your responsibility, acknowledging your part in it, not blaming anybody, not playing the victim and recreating a foundation for you to jump off of and bounce back from. And that's why I'm so pa- passionate about this podcast because I think we can learn so much from each other by just sharing our stories and telling people how we got from A to B to C to D whatever level you're in at the moment. And when I share my story because it's now been several, you know, 10 years since it all happened. Uh, since it started to happen, that I am a bit far removed from it. And I can tell the story now without 
much I don't want to say emotion, but obviously I still feel emotion. But because I am, de- I'm detached from it because it's it's been, you know, it's been, it's it's part of my past, and it and t- has time has gone by. That said, there was t- there are things about that situation, and that I'll get more into where I still can't really talk about it because there's still a lot of guilt there, and that I'm still working on. So I, it's still a work in progress. The bounce back is, you know, it's not like oh my god, life is perfect and I'm tying it with you know a pink bow no it's a continuation it's you know it's it's the 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 challenges and the lessons and are are still continuing because I still continue to continually make mistakes as we all do in our lives so um that is why I'm here today um I've gone through some very trying times most of it if not all are self-inflicted meaning they I'll, I'll take responsibility for every single mistake and action and missteps that I took to get me to the places that I've gone and the circumstances then that that, that happened because of those decisions and they were selfish decisions they were self-serving um and they lacked um morale to be honest with you so um, anyway, that is the reason why I am so passionate about this podcast. That's why I want to sit here and talk to you candidly about these things, just like we're sitting in a cafe and I'm telling you, um, this isn't very scripted. Um, you know, I wrote down things because I wanted to highlight a few things I wanted to talk about, but I do in the future just want to talk to you like as if we are sitting, having coffee or a drink. Um, because I think that's where the best stories are shared and that's the, the, the foundation of trust that comes where it's not scripted and you're, you know, you can tell that I'm literally like thinking about things as they happen. I'm telling you about them as I remember them. Um, because that's really how I want this podcast to go, even with those that I interview. Of course, there's going to be questions that I'm going to ask of them, um, specific ones, but I do want it to be, you know, coming from them, from their mouths, where they feel that, you know, to to point out different parts of their stories and their struggles and their comeback. So that is why I'm so passionate about the bounce back, because I have gone through tremendous amounts of, um, trials and tribulations and healing and I want to share that with others who may be going through something similar and or have gone through something similar and also want to do something about it I've helped some people that have gone through something very similar in their lives um, or something difficult in their lives and have turned it into the passion uh, for business or you know for a side hobby or whatever it is um, I just wanted to I want to get it out I think I want to we sh- we need to share our stories uh, we need to share more of our real stories not just you know the fake stories that we see on um, on social media just but the real stories behind the smiles the selfies and you know all this um, you know great um, content out there but there has to be a real connection and that's where for me this podcast is all about so with that uh, I will end it and I will see you guys at the next episode and next episode I will tell you what this huge gigantic secret and what happened thereafter um, is all about okay bye for now guys thank you so much for tuning in I will talk to you at the next episode 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Hopefully we can stay connected and you can follow me on Instagram at Kat Coley Coach or my Facebook page at Kat Coley Coach or you can email me at any time at cat at catcoley.com or if you'd love to hear more about my services or more podcast episodes or anything in between, check out my website, catcoley.com. Again, thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here and I will chat with you next time.